0: Good evening everyone, and welcome to the Moss Isley Happy Hour.
1: Yeah,
0: Thank you, cheerers. And um, yes, tonight we are covering Return of the Jedi. My name is Adam. I am joined by Lee. Hello. Chris. Hello. And Wesley. Hey-ho! <laughs> the full-body Kermit, and uh, it's official. And, um, yes, we are, as as I say, we are here to cover uh, 1983's Return of the Jedi. I think that, obviously, you know, we've gone past the heights of Empire Strikes Back. I'm not sure that this is going to be not as easy to score. So, uh, uh, certainly last time where it was 44, lest lest we not forget, 44 out of 40 (laughs) that it scored.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So,
0: you know, so it's actually four better than its own polling mechanism, which is (laughs) quite incredible. Um, So, yes. um, And um, yes, I mean, it's I actually this is the first one I ever saw at the cinema. Mm. um, And I was five. Oh, so, yeah, it's quite a it's quite a memorable one. I also then had it on a really dubby pirate video. Yeah,
2: that's mm-hmm. yes, when
0: well, I first so, saw it. Yeah, so a lot, of the, a lot of the bits, like the music like in the throne room, would make your feelings rattle. <laughs> it was just so <laughs> bassy and I'm... Um, Which I can't help but feel added to the effects, to yeah. be honest. Nice. See, for um, me, but... I,
2: when I saw it on pirate... Um, a relative of mine had already seen it at the cinema. So, when it came to my to watch it, the pirate, they lied to me. They said that um, when the inevitable happens to Vader and he takes his mask off, uh, you see all this blood and all his face falls out and everything like that. And I didn't want to see that as a five year old child. Mm. So, I turned away. So, for mm. many years, I never saw what happened. I never saw Vader's
3: true face. <laughs> See, for me, I just remember this with this film being the thing when I realised that I totally didn't understand adults at all Um, because (laughs) the same as you guys, I remember my dad coming home from work with a pirate copy of it and going, yeah, it was like middle of the week or whatever, and he was like, I've got Return of the Jedi. And I was so excited. He was like, we'll watch it at the weekend. And I was like, why is it in your hand and not in the machine right now? What do you mean we wait until the weekend? Yeah, and at that point, I was like, do you know what? I'm writing adults off. You're all idiots. I don't know what's wrong with any of them.
4: <laughs> so, so I had a funny one with this as well, because this was the only one that I didn't have on tape for practically forever, possibly until, uh, you know, some video release, might be 1997 one. But, yeah, so this was like the weird one that I just, I was like, oh, I'm going to get to watch Return of Jedi around my friends asked. Because I'd seen Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back loads. Mm. It's like, this was just, wow, what happens in this one? You know, it's just so different somehow. Um,
0: yeah. It's that wrap-up as well, and you've, you're waiting for that resolution.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, another thing I should mention just before we continue, lest anyone uh, gets blamed for anything they didn't do. Um, uh, for those of you who have come over from the Welcome to Horror podcast, um, this evening, due to technical issues... I am sitting on the original Welcome to Horror sofas. So if there's any of that unusual noise, as my brother described it, uh, it is the sofa, and it isn't any of us four. Just to let you know, it is a very squeaky sofa, and Dean has told us on numerous occasions that it can be heard during the recording, so I apologise.
2: Sounds wonderful. That's not the reason. Lee's just got a burpy sarlacc.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, there's nothing, nothing quite worse, is there? If we if we're going for if we're going for full dis- disclosure and for the benefits of the tape etc, I would also like to point out that uh, I ran out of my antidepressants on Tuesday, and uh, only got only managed to get the prescription this morning. So yesterday, when I watched Return of the Jedi, I was pretty much tripping balls because <laughs> <laughs> I was on like a withdrawal thing, and so every time you know i was sitting there watching it but it felt like i was chewing an electric rubber band (laughs) so if if i highlight things that weren't there or you know i may have perceived differently please don't feel don't feel afraid to point out that that might have been an after effect of that
2: (laughs) i probably would have made it better
0: you, you watching your Dodgy Pirate version again. Yeah. Oh, if I had been watching the Dodgy Pirate that, that version, have... my God, it would have been like a nitrous experience. Mm. I think I have vaguely blacked out and then giggled. It would have, <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, um, yeah, and also to explain if I'm halfway through a set sentence and then just drift off a bit, um, you know, if you guys can just... Drop, drop in and pick up the slack where I've clearly sort of had a dry moment with my brain. So it's not oh, just doing it the internet.
2: If we're doing <laughs> full dis- disclosure, I'll, I oh, should dear. reveal that I, I have the legs of an ATST and they're a nightmare oil. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear me creaking and grinding, you'll, you'll know why. <laughs> Chris, have you got any confessionals while we're going through this? It's oh, gone
4: very oh. Catholic. Uh, <coughs> I just, I highly recommend to everyone to fly casual.
1: That's, <laughs> that's true. That's all you nice. need to do.
4: Everything will be fine. <laughs> what, whatever, whatever. I mean, what does that mean? What? How do you fly casual?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, of course. There you go. Claire has offered baseball cap backwards, but I'm not sure. You know. <laughs>
2: Oh, I thought flying casual was wearing just you know loose-fitting clothes with your knob out, doing a helicopter impersonation. <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's what we need to do. That will solve everything.
2: <laughs> I fly it might and... entertain
0: Claire a bit, I suppose. <laughs> I think I I thought fly casual is when you haven't done them completely up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like I could quickly undo Fair. this zip, but I'm not gonna. I'm not in danger of frightening the horses.
2: <laughs> Incidentally, who wants to see my Max Rebo impersonation?
0: Oh no, oh, <laughs> he's, painted he's painted it blue for us for this evening.
2: Yeah, and turn me blue pockets out.
0: <laughs> oh dear, as long as you don't show us your droopy McCool. So, that... <laughs> oh, well, we, uh, I, I mean, as we've alluded to by our. Uh, childish recollections there um 1983 uh so we'd have all been five chris well me lee and wes would have been five chris you'd have uh, been i was just a
4: little baby yoda three
0: you were a... oh, oh my god yeah. oh. you you were still in the little uh, hovering silver egg weren't you
4: yeah <laughs> yeah I had, I had no real clue what was going on but i was trying to but, use my powers on i was everything. gonna
0: say but you you were still a, you were still powerful with the force <laughs> So, but yes, yeah, so it was 1983. We now have the 80s combo because Thatcher's the prime minister and Reagan's the president. So you know, it's the full sort of spit and image feeling. Um, <laughs> events of 1983: Children's ITV began. So yes, mm. uh, this I like. Wearing seatbelts for drivers and front seat passengers became mandatory in the UK.
4: So, but not it's the back like, seat, uh, seat passenger. The back
0: seats, I remember as a kid, the back seats weren't oh. covered. Yeah. I think it was also because a lot of cars just didn't have them. Mm. And then it was like, if you've got them, you've got to have them. And then yes. eventually it was,
2: you've got to have them. I remember. But by then, I, remember cars... like, I remember it becoming compulsory when you had your Jeep ad. Yes, mm, actually, yeah. yeah.
0: So, blimey, yeah. yeah by the I mean, time I'm driving, <laughs> that's when it actually became compulsory for people in the back to bloody wear. So, um, Dennis Nilsen's arrested in February and sentenced to life imprisonment in November for six counts of murder and two counts of attempted murder. The real tally of victims is near 15 or 16, um, CDs go on sale in the UK. The one pound coin goes into circulation. It does. Doesn't it feel like your childhood? Um, <laughs> Microsoft word is first released, um, McDonald's introduced the McNuggets. Um, Reagan unveils the plans for his strategic defence initiative, which was called Star Wars.
1: Yeah.
0: So that was what they nicknamed it. So it was always talking about the Star Wars. Uh, In September, 38 IRA prisoners escaped from the Mays Prison in Northern Ireland. In October, the first Hooters restaurant opens in Clearwater, Florida. Ooh. And it's weird because i hooters feels like such a 70s idea exactly yeah i was gonna say but I no it's, it was yeah it was just as it goes to prove the 80s were just as shitty so <laughs> <laughs> um it, there's the brinks map robbery and the ira exploded a car bomb outside harris killing six people and um yeah the week the week that we've just had northern ireland's kicked off somewhat mm. again so um yeah, it can't help but history hit repeating itself. So, um, but yeah, so there's some interesting stuff. And then uh, on telly, you got the Black Ad- hat uh, Things that started on the telly in 1983, the Black Adder. So the very first one. Um, Alfie the design pet, Super Ted, Banana Man, Moss Chops, Henry's Cat, the movements That's the proper. Uh, like sort of fuzzy, felt, fuzzy but,
1: felt
0: Yeah. Yeah, not the not the cat cartoon. Uh He-Man the Masters of the Universe, Terra Hawks, Almond Cheap, The Adventures of Portland Bill, The Mad Death, uh, Drama Rama, which was preceded by a series called Spooky, uh, Taggart, Night Rider, the 18, uh, Widows, T V A M and Good Morning Britain, Blockbusters, Who Dares Wins, Alfresco, Cheers. That's us getting cheers, not when it started. Um, Tucker's luck, sons and daughters, just good friends. Uh, all right, Pay. Um, <laughs> don't wait up, no place like home. Surprise, surprise. Up the elephant and round the castle. With oh, what? we now now, actually, as of events in the last couple of days, the number one nation's favourite living racist. And. Um, <coughs> And Mini Pops, which for those of you that don't know, was Channel 4's really misguided idea of getting kids like sort of six or seven to dress up and perform pop videos. But at this point it's stuff like Madonna. So it's, yeah, a bit. Yeah, that's yeah, not going to fly. It, it, it's basically Top of the Pedo Pops. <laughs> <laughs> and and let's unless, unless, face it, the BBC had that beat. But um, in a, <laughs> a far more in a far more horrific way, um, the, you can't hit, f- help but feel that English the English gentleman died in 1983 as we lost both David Niven and John Lemiesier. Mm. Um, number ones: Bowie with "Let's Dance," Karma Chameleon, "Red Red Wine," "Flying Pickets with Only You," "Uptown Girl," "Down Under by Men at Work," "Billy Jean." Uh, two shy shy by Katchakoo. Uh, every breath you take and Spandau Ballet.
3: <sighs> Very eighties. I'll say that
0: at, at this point it's, you cannot, especially like with all the stuff that was in nineteen eighty as well. You cannot feel, but the eighties does sort of like just suddenly comes like a massive three-year download. Yeah. that then resonates for about a fucking another decade or something. <laughs> but and it's the bit that everyone really likes because it's the bit where I just lose enthusiasm as I'm reading the list, so it gets duller and duller. But we are going to tell you what films came out, what films were there that you could have gone to see Return of the Jedi, but you could have gone to see these. You uh, there's lots of slashers by the way. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, you could have seen Extro, The House on Sorority Row, The Entity, Video Drone, uh, King of Comedy, Local Hero, Bloodbath at the House of Death, Monty <laughs> Python's The Meaning of Life, uh, Flash Dance, Liquid Sky, Lone Wolf McQuade, The Deadly Spawn, The Hunger, Something Wicked This Way Comes, Blue Thunder, The Mac, uh, Chained Heat, The Man with Two Brains, Psycho 2, War Games, Trading Places, Octopussy, Superman 3, House of the Long Shadows, Porky's 2, The Next Day, Twilight Zone, The Movie, Yellowbeard, Staying Alive, Jaws 3D, uh, Mr. Mom, Krull, National Lampoon's Vacation, Risky Business, Cujo, uh, Curse of the Pink Panther, Smoking the Bandit Part 3, something called Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin, but it looked like something the Not For Everyone guys would know. (laughs) <laughs> As did your the how, the hunter from from the future, um, escape from the Bronx. Merry Christmas, Mister Lawrence. Uh, I'm very pleased with myself not doing the accent. Nightmares, Revenge of the Ninja, Educating Rita, Pieces, Brainstorm, Never Say Never Again with uh, Sean Connery reprising Bond, which is directed by Irving Kershner, um, who did Empire Strikes Back, and it's probably mm-hmm. the biggest other film that he ever did. Um, the Dead Zone, The Right Stuff, Rumblefish, Amity 3D. Uh, the Being, A Christmas Story, Sleepaway Camp, The Day After, Christine, Scarface, Sudden Impact, uh, Terms of Endearment, The Keep, and Seeding of a Ghost. Mm. And that's well, So that's nineteen eighty three for you. <laughs> again, good and bad films there, but again, also a lot where you're like, "Oh yeah, no, clearly we're, this is the eighties now." So. Yeah.
3: Absolutely, all I sweet.
0: think it's, it's, the interesting thing is there is you haven't got when we did when we did a new hope you had all the jaws rip offs that were coming out at that point because it was the last big film, and then you have um, Empire Strikes Back. There were lots of Star Wars rip offs like Battle Beyond the Stars and things like that, and but with this one by by this time you're sort of past the initial Star Wars impact. So yeah. it's weird that a lot of the stuff, I suppose actually probably the reason there's loads of slashes is between the next thing that was really big after Star Wars was probably Halloween, like John mm. Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. So, you know, that was the latest box office smash in one way. So, but I mean, not to the fucking scale of Star Wars. But yeah, and also, probably loads of people have learned their lesson that it's like, oh, yeah, we've done all these Star Wars films and everyone said their shit. So we'll stop doing that. It's the law of diminishing returns while we're bothering. So, um, yes. And um, so we step through the gates of Jabba's Palace.
1: Mm. Um,
0: the eye door thing, mm. I cannot help but feel that it says, and what? feet before you bloody come in. Yeah. As it's, as back in. Do you know what I mean? It's got it, that thing has got
1: attitude
2: yeah.
1: that is
0: There's really no so,
1: to,
2: yeah. No need to wipe your feet because as you go through the door, it's full of Gamorrean guard shit all over the floor. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. oh and uh, at this point, I'm also going to say, Wes, I know you explain this to me every time, so I'm going to ask you oh, again, yeah. and I apologise, like I always ask you. What is what are the what's the deal with the spider monks?
2: Oh, Jabba's Palace was originally owned by them, the Bamorian monks. Right. And that's how they get around. They're the brain in the jar. They just scuttle around, but that that's what it is. That was they were the original owners of that palace. And they they do still live there deep in the bowels of it and they they've got their weird religion.
1: Okay. Cuz
0: that's the cuz that's obviously the thing you see buggering off out the yeah. door as 3PO and r2 come come in yeah and um yeah and then we're at jabber's palace now the trouble is we've met jabber before but the impact of this being the it... first time you met jabber was quite mm. something yeah yeah definitely because you kind of uh, i suppose he's like the next the next in line of big villain mm. yeah So you've got Vader and the Emperor and then probably Jabba's the next little big bad or whatever. And one thing, because obviously the way the model is, is like his nostril and like down his his right-hand side, the nostril is like twisted and his mouth Mm. is longer. Is he meant to have had a stroke since A New Hope? Mm -hmm. He did look a bit like that in the toy. You yeah. know, it's sort of it. it You've seen I, what he I, eats? no? <laughs> but that's what I mean. He's now he's now huge. You know, he is now much bigger than he appears in. If as he appears in a new hope, um, but it's also he gets to be basically Marlon Brando in the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's it's a whole. Because again, it's the. You kind of got it with the bounty hunters, but this is the introduction of the criminality of uh, the Star Wars universe. It, or it that, was. Was
4: one, that was one was one thing that really stood out to me. I don't think I'd seen anything quite with that sort of style. I, I hadn't seen any gangster movies mm. seeing this. And so it was such a strange style and mixed with the aliens as well. It, it felt very odd. And, and I suppose you yeah, new um, and exciting to see something like this. Especially where you know the things he's doing, he's got someone chained up. Um, the I can't remember her name, I'm sure Wesley can help Ula, out here, isn't it? Is Ula, it? Yeah, the
2: dancing girl, Ula, yeah,
4: mm, yeah, to a t- will- like. is it she? Yeah, yeah,
0: good uh, 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 race, yeah,
4: yeah. Now, doesn't she actually? She escapes or something, doesn't she? In, in the book, so, or, or she was, was she sent there to kill him? There was something about her that, um, in the I think it was tales from Jabba's palace, which I guess Ooh. is now not canon. But I thought there was something I about can't her. I not remember. Okay, <laughs> but it's something to. Do
2: with-
4: yeah, um, but yeah, just I, I think all of that just seemed so, so alien. Obviously, there's a lot of aliens in there, but yeah, <sighs> just the whole the whole style of it really stood out to me as something unique. Um, which well, I, su-
0: I suppose it's kind of like I, su- I suppose it's kind of like they've it's like the cantina
4: mm, yeah.
0: sequence
4: but taken like, to another level yeah mm.
0: it's like what we can really do now is we can not you know it's not just a bar we can now yeah. populate this throne room come sort of bedroom mafia hideout mansion sort of thing yeah
3: I said, so I think loads of. I made a note of that as well. I was like, "Is this a squat?" Because we see them yeah, all party yeah, there, and then yeah, we exactly. in the middle of the night. They're, they're all just asleep. No, it was that was so
4: table. weird to see
0: that at the time. To- yeah, <laughs> it is.
2: They're
3: nuts.
4: Yeah,
0: but it's it's obviously meant to be that. Basically, at this point, Jabba is doing pitbull videos. <laughs> in that he's now. He's now so gangster, it's just lots of Miami swimming pools
1: <laughs>
0: and parties. You know what I mean? It's sort
2: of yeah, DJ Reece has popped by to have a little bit of a gander. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna say about Reece,
0: you 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 know you said that it was much easier to remember um the character from the Cantina as Bumface.
2: Yeah.
0: Um And again, there was uh, really, I do remember being referred to as Dick Eyes in my house.
2: So, <laughs> dick eyes. And then there was Squid Face as well.
0: There's Squid Face, who is just Squid Face, and that was a weird one. Um, Someone I worked with had Squid Face in his drawer. Just a toy, Squid Face. And every so often he would bring He's it will? out and present it to people and then just say to them, no, but you've got to fucking look after him. And like Squid Face would hang around on that person's desk for the day.
3: <laughs> I'd love that.
0: And yeah, it was again. Yeah, I mean, Ray was a very strange man anyway, but yeah, it was. Um, that's why I got on with it. So,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um, but the, yeah, so uh, we've gone, man. I was going to say, I, it's a, I, I, again, like Chris said, I loved the growing. Um, it's that one of the main things I remember when I rewatched this film, I realised just how little I've rewatched this one over the last couple mm. of decades, and um, mm. I remembered very little. Um, but I did remember, you know, as you say, that big scene, the opening with the throne room and everything that takes place there, uh, and just how much I hate that terrible song that they put in with that old, oh, CGI yeah. nonsense thing. Oh, this this foul.
0: <laughs> the, the, it, it the doesn't fact, fit at all the fact it's called Jedi Rock yeah. fucks me off as well because it's like you have, you're the Star Wars creative team right Jedi Rock is like the name that your mum would suggest yeah. if you said we'd written a song about Star Wars.
3: <laughs> and, and why
0: why would there be a song called
4: that in Jabba's palace?
3: It just like, it makes no a, sense and I've yeah. got to, I've got to admit like you, um and as we did with the previous ones I watched the comparisons of the stuff yes, yeah, in the yeah. and I didn't know the song was called Jedi Rock and when it mm. came up I literally out loud went fuck off yeah, It upset me <laughs>
0: so- <laughs> Claire, Claire said it sounds like the it sounds like a preset
2: on a keyboard <laughs> with Joe Cocker, an alien version of Joe Cocker singing it. Yeah, and that that's the other bit that gets
0: me as well is that you're like, yeah, Joe Cocker. And now when were they doing these? What 97? They would have been doing like that first yeah, time yeah, they put exactly, it in. Yeah. 97. And it was like, do you know what the kids want? Joe Cocker.
1: Fucking Joe. Good what? Dance. Good
0: yeah. Like, do you know what the kids want? Billy Joel. John Martin with his leg lost to diabetes, strumming at the guitar, swigging. swigging a- That's what the kids want. Yeah, it was just fucking, not only that, but also Lactinette, the song they replaced, mm. is literally the second best song that Tina Turner never did.
2: <laughs> yeah, even did a little dance with the legs, didn't it? A stride. <laughs>
0: well, it's because I think if you could, if there was, I don't know how it polls as what it is, but there's Nutbush City Limits and then there's in X. That's like <laughs> the, they should have been the fucking A and B sides of each other. It's just a great it's it's a really album. It's just those two, and it fits much more <laughs> in with the like I said, still fits much more in with the idea that jabbers like some like shit R&B
1: singer
0: yeah that he's sort of, do you know what I mean it's much more that's a song that he would have
1: mm.
0: you know yeah. it's quite a, you know just like a weird electronic sort of funk song essentially because yeah in, no.
2: that, in that section I, I didn't like the way they made Boba Fett all pimpy
0: yeah I was. Gonna yeah. Say, oh, yes. that was
2: unnecessary that's, yeah yeah I think. I
0: think. Also, it was. There's um, because it, it then means that you have to put in loads of shots of him walking back round to be yeah like to, to be where what's he needs you? to
4: be. Yeah, yeah. it just you know. yeah
0: it seems really fucking. Then, and what does that
4: add to him? I mean, he was already cool enough. You just. What's that? Yeah.
2: That's...
4: See,
0: that's the trouble, isn't it? Is it's at this point that you've, and I still maintain, the reason. That everyone thinks Boba Fett is called cool, is the fucking nod. It's mm. not as it's not some it's not piece of action. It's mm. not anything he says. It's literally just the, after uh, Bosch or Princess Leia in disguise comes in and bargains with the thermal detonator. He's holding a thermal detonator, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and right, um, which actually that's the most that's the most proper sort of the Godfather moment for Jabba where everyone else is shit a brick and then he just yeah. laughs. Yeah, yeah, I
3: did like that.
0: So, but, um, that, he it reminds put me as... of
3: his uh, stand that he was halfway through at the time. But, yeah, uh... it, because it, it reminds, it reminds me a bit
0: of um, a story that Richard Pryor told where he said that he brought, he tried to rob the club that he was working at but it was all run by the mafia, and he said, "He said, he said I broke. I burst into the room with a gun, and then did all the shit that scares white people, and they just laughed. And, it was, <laughs> and I think, yeah, that's definitely the sort of that's Jabba's most sort of uh, gangstery moment. And also, <laughs> it's the weird thing that everything is clearly, um, it's." The weird sort of thing of like it's utterly unlike the empire because it's all hedonistic
1: because
0: mm. it's boozing and eating and dancing girls and music and perving at princesses and you know i mean it's a, it's a very sleazy I had a
2: stroke if i exactly. licked a <laughs> layer, as much as he did that would have given me a stroke <laughs> They said he had a stroke. Well, when
0: he could reach. So <laughs> the trouble
1: it's
0: going going back to the uh, why the T-Rex is so
3: angry. I was, uh, I was really surprised though with how well the rancor held up. I thought, Mm. Either they're going to have to have done a lot of work Or it's going to look super ropey But actually it looks absolutely fantastic I can't believe it's 1983 And they did such an incredible job of it yeah, I can't that- believe that they added
2: in the Ula bit In the Sarlacc pit Yeah, And we never noticed that Well, the woman hasn't changed Still to this day She looks exactly the same Yeah, Because I was back and watched yeah. the original And so, I said, so- oh, no, a minute yeah Oh, yeah, wow. it's exactly the same actress. She has not changed. I mean, if you look her up now, she's exactly the same. Wow. But I just thought, hang on a minute, Ula didn't that didn't happen to Ula in the original version that I watched when I was a kid. And I didn't realise mm. until I went back and watched the original one. Yeah, because yeah, you
0: just in the original, she just falls through the floor. Yeah. Yeah, and you and hear the scream, and that's it. Well, as Claire said, we know the genre that we're in. If you fall through a trap door, it's not anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no. you know, it's, a, it's like a Bond film, you know. Mm-hmm. He never goes through a trap door and it's, oh, it's the better version of the casino. No, <laughs> it's the lair. Unless... It's the secret nice bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the kitten room. It's a <laughs> of kittens and cushions and you just lay around and go, oh. but um, yeah. I might actually have that. <laughs> when I've got the 60 billion, that's what I'm going (laughs) to do. But um, yeah. And I don't, I don't understand why they did that unless it was just to say, well done. I'm looking exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, it seems a bit unnecessary. And, but like you say, the actual rancor and I, in my head, I always go to the toy, Mm. but the rancor in the thing has such a mean little sort of, pit bull-y face it really yeah. does look nasty it's like a you know there's like no a,
2: a pawn on steroids in it it's face
0: yeah yeah because there's there's nothing they don't sort of give it any redeemable characteristic and actually because my brain was not in gear when I watched solo when they first said I'll put him in the pit with the monster mm. I was like oh well, they're just gonna redo the Rancor?" Yeah. Because <laughs> at, at that point I was like, I was I was already a bit I think that early bit of solo, I was a bit arms folded. And it's like, right, I'm ready to see where you've fucked up. Come on. What no, are you doing the Rancor? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um but then I realised it was chewy and my heart melted. So um,
4: Yeah, the, the Rancor was a great scene and it is hmm. it is fantastic that it's held up so well. Um, and do, like do we know what the Rancor is? Because isn't is he some sort of mutant version of whatever species he is?
2: In the um, Tales of Jabba's Palace book, um, he was a prized possession that was going to be used in some sort of gaming arena. Uh, okay. And he, the actual ship, crash landed, and um, mm. I think it went through a few hands before Jabba got hold of it. But it it was basically a steroided creature, mm. okay. you know. It, it's beyond its normal
4: capabilities. Mm. <laughs> what was interesting, like one of the bits that always stuck out to me was his keeper, his handler, when yeah. he starts crying. I was like, oh, Griffin, it was yeah. so...
2: Yeah.
4: It was so interesting to put that in because, you know, you don't need to, but it's like just little touches like that added some sort of extra depth to the story that, oh, look, there is yeah. something going on there that, you know, it'd normally just be a monster and it's just attacking you and that's it. But actually, look that's a monster that someone cared for.
3: Yeah. Like, it it think, hasn't got a redeemable feature, but it goes to show that it can't so, be all yeah. bad if somebody yeah, loves it. Loved yeah,
0: someone loved it. <laughs> someone loved it. It is still, yeah. It, it also, likes potentially it's potentially it a bit
4: that, spoof-like, but I think, I don't know, for me, they get away with it. it I don't you
0: know, know. I, th- I think, it, I think it, also, it also is kind of black. It's like a sort of black com- comedy sort of element mm. to it, where it's like, you've just defeated the monster, but there's one person in tears.
1: Yeah.
0: Because it's, do you know what I mean? It's like, but um, that actor, I can't think of his name. I I meant to look it up and I just didn't. Um, The guy who plays the Rancor Keeper. But he is one of those people a bit like um, Stephen Moore or um, uh, who sort of just, or Jeff McGiven, were those sort of people who just run through 80s and 90s, BBC comedy series. Yeah. Yeah, because he
2: Cause was he, in the Blackadder. Yes, he was.
0: Yeah, he was in the Blackadder. Yeah. The, Adder. The he was, yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Brooke. There we go. My scientific advisor has advised me. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Brook. Um, who's still knocking about now. But um, yeah, I mean, but he was just, yeah, he was in just so many... Um, you know, he would crop up in so many comedy things and stuff like that. And again, it's the obviously because they're filming that they're still filming in England, so mm-hmm. there's a majority cast. It has to it has to be said in terms of. And again, I know I know we try and avoid looking ahead, and in a weird way, it's interesting to watch it in that way because, like I say, it's now oh, this isn't Jabba's debut,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know. In in, in in real time, in our reality, it is Jabba's debut, and it's certainly how we all first encountered yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's... Um, so, yeah, I want to try, try and avoid that so much. But I know there was a thing going around where a lot of people were like, why in The Force Awakens, they're like, why is everyone sort of, you know, 12 uh, like in terms of like the the new vert, the the um first order is it mm. first order, first mm. order
1: yeah
0: yeah 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 not new order they yeah they're Joy division right <laughs> um so but everyone was like why are they all like twelve because they all you know even like Kylo Ren's basically a sulky teenager so it's, so it's like that Skywalker apple didn't fall too far did it so, <laughs> what what's your view on sand Kylo? <laughs> Oh, I get it gets right <laughs> up my crack. So,
1: <laughs> a bit
0: of, um, <laughs> but yeah, in that sort of way of looking forward to that. But when you look at this, apart from Admiral Pierre, like all the imperial officers are younger. But Mm-mm. Grand Moff Jajera does not hold a fucking candle to Moff Tarkin. Yeah, you know, and you start to realise quite how well the the rebellion's doing. Mm is because as things have sort of progressed and everything, they are actually managing to pick off all these bigger, sort of more terrifying people. And so you then get people who are promoted possibly
3: beyond their capabilities. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we know they don't last for two days within the job because someone will get That's a bollock with them and just immediately murder them. Like, it takes <laughs> years to get them through school and they have the job for three days and then he false chokes them. Just because they forgot I, to put the toilet seat down or something equally, they call oh, having a peg, around the back of the bike seat. <laughs> I did like
4: um, Darth Vader's line though, the Emperor's not as forgiven as I am, because it, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, it's still a bit funny, but it still it, has the it, threat. It,
0: it <laughs> properly resonates as well. Yeah. It's that, because I remember even when you're a kid, that's like, oh fuck. Because yeah. again, the, the weirdest thing, and again, not trying to look too forward, but you know, this is now kind of Palpatine's saga, mm. yeah, in a way. And it's interesting that um, this kind of obviously this is the first time we saw the Emperor, mm. and it's the first time that the public saw the Emperor, apart from uh, Monkey Eyes on Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and um, it's we, uh, but up until this point he has been such a major fucking figure especially in the prequels Mm. that it's kind of weird that you have like oh yeah he's not been in it for two it's yeah it's like when you watch sort of like a series on netflix or something like that where you're like you're in season three and it's like actually i haven't seen the main actor for fucking four episodes yeah (laughs) you know and you find out they've that you know, that, oh, they were on holiday that week, that's, so they've had to do a, a light episode concentrating on other people, and that's almost how it goes with that. But, um, but I also do think that, and again, this, this goes to watching this on the big screen as a five year old. Fuck me, the Emperor was terrifying, mm. yeah, and yeah, it's. In a weird way, it's it's kind of good to have him back, even though he's only been doing. He was only that Emperor, really, through the second half of Revenge of the Sith.
1: Mm.
0: But in Mm. your head, he's always that. He's always the Return of the Jedi Emperor. Mm. Um, And actually, and at this point, it's kind of like you just he looks more that he's been made up to be old. You know, it's not that Mace Windu turned him into a sort of giant ball back.
3: Yeah, I still don't get on with that makeup. It's so over the top compared to, as you say, what it is in Jedi, where it, it does just look like he's been aged a bit. Yeah, whereas in the yeah. other one, where all his foreheads all bulbous, like you just you don't need it. It doesn't serve any. It just looks weird. It looks like half man, half is- Stay Puff Marshmallow man. It's unnecessary. <laughs>
2: The problem with that makeup is the same problem with the original version of Yoda in a Phantom Menace it's too rubbery too plasticky too puffy yeah and it's the same with his makeup it's in uh Revenge of the Sith it's too rubbery too puffy and who mm. yeah yeah um, and, it's, and it's a
0: shame, but it is yeah. It's good to have him back on. Uh, mm. Good to have
3: him back on board. Yeah. You know. um, I've got a quick question just before we get too far uh, away from the, all of the stuff that happens at Jabba's Palace, and then obviously going out to the Starlight. Mm. Yeah. Um, one question that has never again never struck me until watching it last night, when I was just like, right. So Luke basically single handedly along with his little team, gets everyone out. Why did he not just turn up with his lightsaber in the first place and kick the shit out of everyone in Jabba's Palace? Why did he have to go and allow himself to get caught and then get taken out so that he could just kick the shit out of everyone in the desert above Audrey 2? He could just as easily (laughs) have done it in Jabba's Palace. I don't get the point. Because when he fell in with the the rancor, I was like, why hasn't he got his lightsaber? And I was like, oh, yeah, because R2's got it. And I was like... Why what there was no point to any of this? Like he could have just sent them all R- in covertly, could have just... walked in, yeah. and then even... they could have just kicked shit out of everyone. Mm. It's even more pointless if you add the deleted
2: scene back in, which is on Tatooine, Luke Skywalker in a cave building his lightsaber. That adds another dimension of pointlessness to why is he playing this charade game of yeah. oh, I've got to pretend? Yeah. And then
4: so no, I, I don't I think I think you can definitely argue that it doesn't hold up but I still quite like it all. <laughs> oh
2: yeah.
0: Oh, I mean it's, it's 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 an overcomplication that is integral mm. to the entertainment level of yeah. the,
2: of the yeah. film <laughs> I love I loved it when that lightsaber came out of R2's head. Yeah, like Oh, the, oh the hell, yeah. yeah. bum 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 and then he's oh, standing one. there, and
0: <laughs> flip and brilliant. That has also been utterly family guide, hasn't it?
1: <laughs> Where yeah.
0: just you just because it, it does go on for a fucking long time. Because I'm sitting there joking, thinking, "Oh yeah, actually, no, this it has. <laughs> they <this has, laughs> <laughs> haven't done it that. They so, <laughs> haven't changed it that much. Um, we of course must mention that uh, Bib fontuna Tuna is the bloke who gets eaten in the uh underground in american werewolf in london so i did not know that mm. you probably yeah, so told he, me that apart- when we
3: did american werewolf yeah. I, I did
0: tell us i did tell you that when we did that. but um <laughs> drinking now Wana Wanga.
2: <one-a-wonga>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not today thank you so, oh. <laughs> also when luke's going up the side of the uh, sail barge and doing all his funky shit and the bloke comes out and he twats him and chucks him behind him and everything else like that. I yeah. did get a feeling of old 60s Batman. <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for an old timey comedian to pop out of one of the things and just be like, hey, what you doing there? Look, Luke's going, what? <laughs> hoodling. <Thank> you hoodling. <laughs> also, Luke, the son of years, which I'm... Um, because <laughs> when he first comes through the door, it's just that, I was like, I want that
3: fucking cloak. Give me all that cloak. I said mm. exactly the same with the Emperor's one. Whenever I've seen it, because mm. I've, I've not seen it in such HD for a long time. So it always looked really super heavy. And then when I saw it this time, I was like, oh, no, it looks more like a knit material. That looks really comfortable. Oh, it's better than a hoodie. Oh, yeah, I want some of that. But I mean, I've got a... the
2: dressing down, but that's just plushy black with yeah. an Imperial logo on it for some reason. <laughs> Well, that's it's the emperor's dressing, dressing gown,
1: though.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's just you don't see it in the film. Yeah. I suppose he must have many of them because he keeps getting them wet and stuff like that. So, well, well man,
0: man, a man of his advancing years, probably, you know. You Leaks. To, yeah, you have to. You, when you have to plan Sainsbury's around whether they've got a toilet or not. That's that's where he's getting to. Yeah.
2: And also, oh, I done. reckon every time he does a bit of
3: false lightning, he follows through. Oh. Now, we've got, to, we've got to address this, because it's another thing. I mentioned the Sarlacc. Now, one of the things I particularly disliked was, yeah, as I mentioned, the sort of Audrey Two looking mouthpiece yeah, the that feet. they put into. Mm. It looks ridiculous. But then when I watched it back, without it, the Sarlacc did look too much like a butthole. Like, it just had that... It's like... A, a, <laughs> inappropriately... For the...
0: For the benefits of the tape, can I just say, yeah, if you want to imagine the nightmare that I keep in my trousers.
1: <laughs> yeah. It ain't, no.
0: it ain't far off. I'll tell you. And that's the thing is it is just basically a giant bum with teeth. Yeah. So I kind of know why. they. I think it's also because it didn't really move. Yeah. Although you had the tentacles it just coming out. When it <laughs>
3: that's all it did. Yeah.
0: Which again made it look like a <laughs> But
4: I do. I kind of think they could have used a different, um, you know, a different look to the the mouth. Part it
3: looked when awful. they remade
4: it. Yeah. And the
3: thing is, I mean, it was an awful design. But actually, I, I watched it with Lady Jennifer, and she said, "No, that's got to be the original because it doesn't look like CGI. It looks mm. like an actual practical thing." So they'd coloured it and lighted it and everything perfectly. Mm. It was just a horrible design. Yeah. It's, it's one of
0: the it's one of the more seamless bits that are in there.
1: Because
0: mm. I mean I think that's actually like you were saying like you were saying about with the um, like you were saying earlier Lee, they obviously didn't have to fuck around with this too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like with the Rancor and like yeah, with yeah, they, the the stop motion ATSTs later on and stuff yeah. like that. They didn't really have to. I wish they'd
3: tidied up the green screen a bit, <laughs> but you know, oh, it's, it is a, what it is. There's mm. a scene, excuse me, when they're about to go off to Endor, when, um, basically when Han Solo is saying goodbye to the Falcon because he's convinced he's not going to see mm. it again, and Lando turns to walk off to it, and it is the worst map painting I've ever seen. And I was like, so you changed yeah. so much and you didn't get rid of this awful map painting that looks like a kid's drawing... That you just yeah. let the Focus slightly <laughs> off. It just does not sit
2: together well.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm glad you've mentioned that bit, though, Lee, because I think there's a very interesting bit. And this is something, uh, something Claire said when we'd watched it, was the more she's watched of the subsequent films to Solo has mm. made her appreciate Solo. Mm. Mm. That's that you kind of get, in, in a way, because it does remind you... I mean, like Han and Chewie's reunion is lovely. Yeah. yeah mm. Because of the big daft Wookiee is just so pleased to see his mate. Mm. But the... Um, so it does make you uh, sort of appreciate that more. And uh, I've lost the thread there. Oh, no, that was it. Um, <laughs> but in that scene... Everyone else all the way through it is like, may the force be with you. Everyone in the resistance. Han and Lando are just like, well, good luck. Cheers. we to yeah, die. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, because,
0: because they're both cynical pirates. They're not. Yeah. you know what I mean? They don't have that. No matter what they've seen of it, they just don't have that investment there. But they also don't have it as like the sort of, the resistance calling card or whatever mm, like that. Yeah. It's, it's like, let's face it, we're we're pragmatists and uh, yeah, you're either dead or you're not. So uh, well, chin up, son. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It goes well,
2: you know. In one of the original script ideas for Return of the Jedi, Han so- um, halfway through the film there was supposed to be an attack on the rebel base, and Han Solo was supposed to sacrifice himself then, and mm-hmm. that's how he was supposed to die. But there's another version of the script whereby what was supposed to happen was is when Leia resuscitates him out of the carbonite, he's dead inside it. He never survived the process. Mm -hmm. And the the idea was supposed to be to tell the kids, all bets are off. You thought he was going to be in all of this. But in actual fact, he ain't. And so, I don't know, part of me thinks that would have been quite a good idea.
0: pretty dark. but, I yeah. think I think that was the main reason they went with the because wasn't the reason they went with the carbonite freezing because they weren't sure if, uh, if Harrison Ford would come back. Yeah. Mm. Because okay. he was the only one because I think everyone else got contracted for the three films, mm. but he was on a film by film basis. Mm. And smart lad. Yeah, so they were kind of like, oh, we don't even know if he's coming back, so that would have Mm. been... I mean, it it would have been great if they'd have just decided to recast him, but it'd have been like they'd have just gone fucking stupid, like put Rick Moranis in there or something like that. (laughs) You know, Woody Allen or something and just, which would make it a far more problematic film now. But, yeah. just It's what happens when, what's happened with, that's what happens when you're frozen in carbonite for a year. You know, you lose some height. And some cool, (laughs) but your face was
1: completely
0: again. That did seem a little bit harsh just letting him
4: fall out because he might have been still unconscious and then he probably would be dead. But he does manage to get his hands down a little bit, but you'd have thought she might have just
0: you know tried to catch him slightly. Ah, well, he didn't have far to go, did he? They'd lowered it off the wall, so yeah,
2: he's big enough and ugly enough to sort himself out. I've
4: I've collapsed and it didn't end with a. (laughs) You know, a nice
3: yeah. I did once in position. It was more like a pool of, of, of blood.
1: <laughs>
3: mm. It's but it's, it's another one of those moments that's been spoilt by the Jordy edit because now all I can hear is, "What the fuck did you drink last night?" You got sick on <laughs> over your tunic, man, and I just could not get it out of my head the whole time you <laughs> laying on the floor. <laughs> oh, I, again, oh again, again, it's another. Horrible. I mean. The effect of him coming out of the carbonite looks dreadful. I mean, for 1983, it looks pretty good. To have t- to have basically just added a soft orange glow behind him mm. and then just put it out in 2011, I was like, you have messed around with so... I oh, know I keep going on about it, but there's so much of this film that didn't need messing around with. They didn't need all those extra scenes at the end where you see all the other planets celebrating mm. and all... Like, they didn't mm. need any of that. But they put all that in and then they left this terrible effect of him coming out of the carbonite. They must have been able to do something with that, surely. I th- I th- one of I the think worst They did things retouch it, but. Yeah, it's
2: not... yeah, that final scene with the celebrations was done twice. Because in mm. the original theater version, the Jedi Temple is seen. Mm. And then he changed the design for Phantom Menace. So they redid it again with oh. the new yeah. Jedi Temple. So even then it was like, oh my god, you remastered the remaster.
4: <laughs> I, I reckon eventually I was, they're gonna remaster them all and take out all these extra scenes.
0: I think I think that's I think that's after George Lucas dies. Yeah. I think yes. I think that's when it goes like I mean it was like, like Stanley, right, Kubrick, let's, let's fix it. Stanley Kubrick was dead, fucking O'clock with orange was out on video by in a week. You know, and I think it'll be much the same with this. It'll be like not only that, but also that will be when the holiday special suddenly on fucking Blu-ray, <laughs> you know, and they, they'll just, the, you know, all the stuff that George has sort of kicked back on. Mm. Um, yeah, fuck it. They'll just put the, the whole works out there, I'll tell you.
3: But the thing is I know you've said it before adam and I, I totally agree you know like these these films are his vision as he wanted them mm. and he's got every right to mess about with them to his heart's content and nobody and the thing is nobody's going to complain about having too many versions but what upset mm. everybody including me is when he puts all this awful extra stuff on all you need is like clue you put the DVD in, you press play and it brings up a thing and says, do you want the original version mm, or do you yeah. want the DVD exclusive? Or whatever? Mm. And he can put all the stuff in. Whatever all he the wants. Yeah. Exactly. Like nobody's going to moan if there's mm. 15 if different versions
4: to choose from, yeah. as
3: long as the original one is in there. They did it with Blade Runner. Mm. They released yeah. an
2: all-dancing Blade Runner with every cut available in a big, mm. nice tin. Yeah. yeah so definitely. I can't, yeah. It should be done that way. We should have options.
4: <laughs> so, well, I mean, I'd pay said... the extra. Well, then, then everyone's mm. happy, aren't they? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, I don't think... I mean, there's certain things. I mean, I think for, for what they've done, I think it's such a sort of minimal scene anyway. For what they put into changing the effect of the carbonite coming off, not really that bothersome. Mm. The fact they've done, like, a bigger panning shot of the door, Mm. No, it's, a, it's that, 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 well, no, but that to me, when I watched it, it didn't not, register.
1: Yeah. No. yeah, And I think that's mm. the
0: beautiful, it's like the, like we said about with A New Hope, where in all our heads, we now have the sand crawler as it appears in the special yeah, edition, Yeah, and probably the X-Wings as well. Yeah. yeah. Detail, and a lot of that sort of stuff, mm. the stuff that doesn't sort of come over we've all just accepted and yeah. to a greater or lesser extent actually just put it in as oh yeah no that's already that been like that. Yeah because that's and a, it's only sort of that seeing those comparison in your head. things.
1: Mm. Mm. It's so like you
0: said. sorry. But but also yeah they put in some stuff where it's like oh f- fuck off it's just pointless. You know where it's like <laughs> sort of like oh look we got a panning shot of Jabba's palace but now we've got a panning shot of Jabba's palace with a little stick man thing running down, but why yeah. seriously could you have not been working on a something else yeah. could you have been improving something else while you were titting about making a little bloke walk down the stairs
3: i know sa- it was
0: clever but
3: uh, oh that's no. right because that was um it was whatever subalba is a uh, dud yeah Doug?
0: yeah it's
3: one of those um but yeah and again this you're absolutely Scottish right yeah <laughs> You're right. Like all the time, they put into redoing the the lightsabers, so that instead of it being basically a white light with a red or green or whatever outline, it was a pure green or pure red. That mm. must have been so much work to redo all them scenes, and it makes no difference whatsoever. I don't get it. But
0: then, I mean, I think, that, but again, those ones I don't have such a problem with because they're not noticeable. I don't anything. really yeah. like that. No. Um, but then. It's like a lot of the thing where they kept putting in those floating droids that you punch and they mm, their legs yeah. come out. They just put loads about. of them in Moss Eisley, and it's just like, well, you can. And I think I'm not sure. I might be misquoting him, but I remember. Uh, I remember Dean once had used to have the expression, "Well, you can give a monkey a gun, but you shouldn't." <laughs> and it's, got, you know, it's like. Yeah, these are all things that are perfectly capable of doing, but don't worry,
1: you yeah. know
0: it's probably it's probably not worth it. So, <laughs> but but yeah, I think the the Java sequence is amazing. You've heard, obviously, there's a lot of people who um, bring up the thing where it's like, well, you've put Leia into the slave. Uh, Mm. girl outfit and it's exploitative and it's, you know, it's not for a start we know, hands down, Leia is the one person in these films who can fucking handle themselves
1: Mm.
0: so there is I don't think there's So That that is interesting though
4: because the Mm. the way this evolves she does show uh, an element of vulnerability later on Mm. which I really like the way that they you know, increase the depth of her character and the relationship between her and Luke.
0: See, see, I think there's also, I think there's also a thing, uh, cause Claire was saying, it's a shame we never see it, you know, in, in the films, we never see Leia sort of follow down the Jedi path mm. or anything, a lot, or sort of really use the force or whatever like that, where she obviously has. Well, see,
4: I wondered, I thought her killing Jabba, was a hint that she's probably more powerful than her stature would suggest
0: i think that's i to be honest i think that's pure physics i think that's just it, i think it might it's, be it's we should just to it, get the chain round it's pulleys basically mm. yeah i think if you can dangle off of one yeah. thing <laughs> but but i do think there's there's an element where the reason you don't see that with leia is because she's like, right, you go and fuck off and piss ball about in a swamp with a little goblin for six months, get your training done, whatever like that. I've got a fucking rebellion to run. Mm.
1: and she's the one like in the charge. Element-
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. There is an element where she, d- she could take that destiny path, but to do that then would be like, look, who is running this shit show? Because frankly, <laughs> no one else is doing it, whereas I am. Yeah. But but exactly. so a lot of people obviously go down uh, have said that, you know, is there a is there a problem with the fact that they sort of have Leia objectified and everything else like that. And people were bring it up to the goddess herself, Carrie Fisher. Mm. And I, I thought she didn't mind. No, serious, seriously, this is one of the finest things I've ever heard. Someone messaged her, like tweeted her or whatever like that, and and um said and it was like how do I explain to my children you being dressed up in a bikini what am I meant to say has happened and she messaged them back and all she said was tell them a big slug put me in a gold bikini I didn't like it so I killed him <laughs> was like, well done because yeah. you know there is all the adults can take all the connotation or whatever like that, but I don't think it's something that registers on a child. No, not at all. And it and there is no way yeah. uh, any and but there is no way that sort of Leia loses anything. And frankly, yeah, mm. she kills Jabba.
4: Yeah.
2: When I was a she, kid, she kills just... the
0: second, the third biggest villain in the <laughs> in the series.
2: Yeah. I, th- I thought, you know, when uh, she was put in that costume as made to be a slave, that wasn't a thing to objectify. It was like, going out horrible that she's now got to sit mm. there next to that thing. Yeah. It yeah. Was no, there was no lust or anything like that over it when you are a kid. You just sit there and go, oh, my gosh. Well, you, you're, not, you're not clothes. exactly
4: on, on the side of Jabber, are you? I mean, no, no. I don't I think I met anyone who was on the side of Jabber going, yeah,
0: this is wonderful. There's With, no nothing. pro Jabber. And it was just more more than anything, it was just to demonstrate how fucking great Carrie Fisher was. Because it's just the Mm. simplicity of that. Right, that's what you tell your kid, now stop being an idiot. So (laughs) this is something that came up because at one point, um, I mentioned that obviously Dean, uh, Lee's brother Dean's hatred of R2-D2 flying is compounded by the fact that R2-D2 does not fly out of the sand when they all get shut thrown off like the sail barge blows up. Mm. And and this I think, you know, could point to a certain level of horror. Is that Claire said, well, you know, they are they're just robots. You could just leave them there. And I was like, my god, you can't just leave them there. (laughs) You know, but having watched Solo, it's now much more of an understanding of because in Solo it's basically oh no we're a slave caste, or we're a, mm. you know we have we are yeah. an enslaved peoples essentially mm. and it's this you know there is sort of so when you get down to that it's like oh no there's like fucking they're torturing droids so you know there is an emotional
1: mm.
0: element to it because otherwise actually I mean what's what's the point you know, so, yeah you know. Uh, that said, that said, Jabber might just be a fucking idiot like me, and it's the same as like punching your telly when it do not work or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's just, you give him something a damn good whack, but you happen to be doing. It. Makes you feel better. I think,
2: as I remember yeah. rightly, in the short story of that droid, there is because he's the, he's a malfunction in himself, mm. i.e., his his brain system he gets enjoyment from it but then Mm -hmm. I think I think there's a bit in it where it's actually questioned that he tortures droids that don't necessarily have uh, feelings or pain receptors he just enjoys torturing them so whether they feel it or not he loves taking them apart
0: so he he loves the practice of it regardless which is which is weird because that's not how sadism essentially works. But at that point, I think we might have gone We might have stumbled into a psychological treatise rather than rather than rather than that. that it has to be said, the um, flappy, the flappy droid.
3: You're a feisty little
0: one. Yeah. Um, that was. Uh, he was one of the figures that I never had and always dreamt of. There's, no, Do you know what I mean? When you've got Star Wars figures, there's always one that sort of might have been elusive or whatever like that, and you always thought, "Oh, I never had that one." And it was for me, it was definitely. And I think it was they came too late. I think I sort of stopped because yeah, he came with a little with desk toys, as well.
2: didn't he Sorry? came with like a little admin desk. Yes, yeah,
0: to hide because yeah,
2: because it's that
0: other lovely thing as well where you get where the the figures are made and it's well, what do the legs look like well, we never mm. built any legs, he's a puppet. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> half, half, half the cast of, it, of of Empire Strikes Back don't have any legs. So, IG88 is propped up against the wall. And, um, but yeah, it's, so, yeah, it was Flappy Gob and the Imperial Gunner. The mm. one in the sort of shiny helmet that goes boom! boom. <laughs>
1: um,
0: and, uh, it's, it's, still still a marvelous thing. Now, they've added, obviously there's the added continuity bits and everything. There are two things that I think that may have gone awry. One is during the, well, from a certain point of view, well, yeah, from a what from a poetry point of view, but actually for hard brass fucking tax, mate, you might have mentioned he was my dad. Yeah, I've got, I've gone in there and made a prick of myself. <laughs> yeah, he pulls that. that, and what can I say? You know, what am I meant? What's my comeback on that? You've left me, you let me go in there, make a proper prick of myself, mate. That's what <laughs> you know. um, Even waved him goodbye. But but in that in that bit he says he says about training Anakin and it failing. But there's no mention of Qui-Gon. Now I know the reason there's no mention of Qui-Gon is because they hadn't done those films as yet. Yeah. But again, yeah. what you think when they've put so much in of other little bits and pieces, or they've tidied up bits of dialogue. Like, you know, I mean, even just the thing with like there's a pointless one where it was when Han is shooting at the sarlacc that's got Lando's leg, like the tentacle that's going. They and an got, extra just, rope as yeah. well. I didn't quite get. Quite yeah, I yeah, think it's point. But, no, and they sort of changed the dialogue there, which seemed a bit weird. But yeah, in all these sort of little bits, that no point did they just sort of like quickly. Well, if we cut to Luke here and get. A professional Alec Guinness impersonator in mm. probably Adam Thomas, his rates are very good um, <laughs> and he could have sort of my my own master quagon and then my, <laughs> you know it would have sort of, but also the one, and this is something that I can't I can't I can't not see the problem but I also can't not see the obvious answer if you mm-hmm. want one um, which is when Luke is asking Leia about her mum, hmm. and says, "Do yeah. you remember your mother?" Like, and Leia says, oh, will you know, just well." We we bonded spectacularly in those two seconds before she died. No, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, she's, she says, "Why can she not at that point be talking about Bail Organa's wife?" Because we see the baby is given to Jimmy Smiths and his missus, but then we never see her again. No, and we only see Jimmy Smiths that will turn up in the background in um, uh, Rogue One. And so, why can't it just be that his wife died not long after they adopted Leia?
2: I think fans have reasoned it that it's they reached out with the Force. Oh, well, just feelings of her, you know, no real yeah. pictures, feelings. But again, that's how people have rationalised it. It's a really crap way of doing it. But
0: I prefer my which is, she's, yeah. she's,
3: just done, she's just talking about the wrong woman.
1: Not
2: yeah.
3: about her, like, <laughs> it, uh, and again, it, uh, the same thing I made the note of here as well. We had the, the same thing, as you say, people trying to rationalise things at a later date. So. The thing that was discussed about, so if a Jedi decides to join with the Force before they die, then they can become a Force ghost. But Yoda Mm. definitely dies, either that or he just says to Luke, you've got a sister, and it's, ah, Ah. and then just just dies on purpose so that he doesn't tell him. That's a prick move. Why didn't he start telling him 20 minutes before he had a little lay down and he knew he was going to die? Well, I think, I think we've already established
0: that Yoda definitely is a bit of a prick. <laughs> and adorable as he is, when because his little legs going into the bed, I don't know why that got me. <laughs> it's, it's probably, probably fucking search uh, withdrawal, I don't know. But I'm sitting there going, look at his little legs! <laughs> as, he's, as he's being tucked in. and But also, there is an element where... <laughs> well, Lee you've shared a hotel room with your brother. Yep. And um, yeah, he, he likes to talk into the night, doesn't he? Yes. And there's a, there's a bit of me that can't help but feel that Yoda's there with Luke. And he's like, but what about my sister?
1: Night, night, then. Yeah,
0: yes. you, <laughs> hell, just <laughs> to get some fucking stuff. And I personally think that what happens is, is I think Yoda's doing what I do with Ted I think he's just hoping if I pretend to be asleep, he'll leave me alone. And, you know, he just gets too into it and dies.
1: <laughs> so, oh, no, you know, I've got too deep.
0: Because that's the thing. is it's, hap- it's definitely happened to me where it's like, if I close my eyes and pretend to be asleep, he'll leave me alone. Fall asleep and then find out, no, he won't leave me alone if I fall asleep. Even though I was only pretending to be asleep, apparently. And then it's 20 minutes later and there's shit all over the
1: floor.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I think I'm, yeah, because I'm still very intrigued by that because you, because obviously like, like we say, there's the thing of if you choose to become one with the false, which Qui-Gon wasn't doing because he was, it wasn't where he was. Yeah. Headwise and then can slowly return, presumably, because isn't he listed as being no Anakin? Um Hayden Christensen is listed as being in the upcoming Obi-Wan series. Yeah, yeah. And again, I'm assuming what's it gonna be?
2: Flashbacks or you know, I don't know. You've got to bear in mind, I don't know myself, but you gotta bear in mind he did play Vader in Revenge of the Sith.
0: Yeah, but I don't know—is he going to be? But if it seems going a bit weird to get him back because he'd only because you'd still get James Earl Jones yeah. to be the voice of Vader.
2: So, see, so in the continuity of the comics and the uh, like, the the VR game, the Vader is now on a quest to find Pad. You know where Padme was buried. And what happened and everything. I don't know whether they're going to be tying that in with it. In which case, there's plenty of space for flashbacks, and he Mm. may even be doing some mask off shots.
0: Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this the thing as well. Obviously, I mean, you said about. I mean, we're fuck it. We're jumping around all over the place. Who cares? (laughs) Um, The um, that was something that I didn't mind them changing. Removing Sebastian Shaw's eyebrows because let's face it, I did not remember ridiculous. them being. Yeah, that is yeah. a bit fucking ridiculous that you've been burnt to a fucking yeah. crisp, but
1: your eyebrows. But made you still it.
0: got eyebrows. Jerky so, Vader,
2: and you've still got eyebrows.
0: <laughs> and obviously, and obviously, I get to do the joke again when Sebastian Shaw when he's laying there. It's like, oh, who's Nick? Who's Nick? Me, harmonica? So. <laughs> But the, and obviously, yeah. I, I I wish I'd I wish I'd um, checked the uh, thing. If someone, uh, you know, it, it feels as almost as if if someone was to listen to the show and realise that we were unprepared, they would give us a bad review. Um, <laughs> but again, I didn't look up the name of the documentary because, um, yeah, like David Prowse thought he was going to be the face mm. of Anakin.
1: Yeah.
0: Although he although he had obviously not played the voice you know he was he assumed oh well yeah. I've been in the costume this whole time I think that's and fair then they got someone else that. That. yeah the other thing is the replacement I am your father is the name of that documentary I did do my research or at least I mentioned it loudly enough next to someone with a phone <laughs> so, well done my scientific advisor thank you um, and um, yeah they actually went and refilmed it with David Prowse Playing Vader, hmm. and then cut it in with the film. But you can't see that in the documentary because Lucasfilm won't allow that to be seen. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird, weird posh one. The, I think the
4: things the things they're worried about.
0: <laughs> but, well, Priorities. precisely but um, yeah, so there was a, a lot of that. But also the fact that you don't get Sebastian Shaw at the end. They've now put. Hayden mm. Christian, some
4: eating. yeah, not not so keen on that.
2: Well, but, yeah, but they, they all look like how they did when they died.
3: Exactly, exactly. exactly my point. Yeah.
2: Why wasn't Hugh McGregor there? Why wasn't yeah rubbery, puffy Yoda there? You know, exactly. yeah, it's
1: it it's
2: also, just
1: it, it in.
0: It, it's 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 um it's puppet Yoda with his with his gone eye. It's uh, oh. Alec, it's Alec Guinness. Who, incidentally, at this point has obviously decided that he's a bit of a leading man because I don't know why he suddenly had his hair done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's quite interesting what goes on, you know, once you join the with the false. because that's when he was
2: a and...
1: Jedi?
0: Oh, that was something I was going to bring up, actually. Thank you. Uh, um, sorry, the scientific advisor has advised me scientifically. Um, there is the argument, is it because? it was the last time he was a jedi so if you join the false as a you you're joining the false but you are it's as the good part of you but, but there's a counter argument
2: he's turned he's meant to have turned back, turn yeah. back yeah turn back yeah there is the other counter argument which is they are all part of the false whether dark or light yeah. is the false really discriminatory Against whether you're good or bad, It's true because you
4: use it either way. Yeah. But then it's yeah. a bit odd that, mm. that none of the Siths appear to come back.
3: Well, I don't know. We've not unless they do, we've just never them, seen it.
4: Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I say, yeah. Again, we did notice it when we were watching it yesterday, and as you say, it came back and it was Hayden Christensen. And it's like, yeah, why is not? Why isn't Luke going? Who's he? He yeah. has no idea who that is. He's just seen yeah. this old bald man who's half robot. He has no idea who Christensen is. Is he not
2: confused he, he, by he that? Had a false, he had a false tingling in his ball bag. And it was all made for <laughs> him. It, do, it does also, because, I mean, originally
0: it was like, oh, look, there's the venerable elders of the false handing on to the last Jedi. Whereas now it's like, did you meet him on the way? <laughs> I'm not having you bring your pickups around here. This is weird.
2: Yeah. Especially at the beginning, you thought it was David Essex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you want to know the original disgust ending for Revenge of the Jedi?
0: Oh yes, on. please.
2: See, it pretty much happens, as, well, as I've said, a lot with Han Solo dying and everything like that. But the actual ending that was discussed between George Lucas and Lawrence Kasdan was is uh, Luke battles Vader and then Vader then dumps the uh, Emperor and then Vader, uh, Luke then stabs Vader through the chest unit. He takes off his helmet. And then Vader dies, and then Luke puts it on and says, Now I am Vader. He then goes and destroys the Rebel Alliance, leaving Princess Leia and a little ragtag crew adrift in the universe. But it was My considered t- dark. Is,
4: that's, that's not awesome.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, they definitely changed it. <laughs> I would have quite liked
0: that. I was about uh, to say,
2: there's there's a
0: part of in me it, Vader's like helmet that. on. But, uh, yeah, there's a part of me that would have mm. quite liked that, but I th- I don't know what the resonance of the films would be Yeah. if they'd have ended mm. on that note. Um, although there is, it definitely, like there a is definitely a, a point to be made jump. there that it would become, <laughs> it would become every goth's favourite film. Yeah. You know, because it's like, oh, so downbeat, yeah. yeah. I suppose those, <laughs> maybe they were thinking, well, everyone loved Empire and it had a downbeat ending, and it's like, yeah, but it wasn't the end, end.
1: Mm. Yeah. Like, like
0: Last day, I was, think That was to be continued, dot, dot, dot.
4: Like, I, I think they still did quite a good job of making it a little bit sad with Vader dying. Like well, I mean, that, that's that definitely true. made me sad because that, you, you felt like, yeah, look, plan- you turn him back
0: and then he's, mm. he's still going to die. Like, like, that little as plan- a kid, version had- of the Imperial March, mm. Yeah, he's just, mm. al- has always been really just perfect Yeah.
2: when when I was a kid I had real beef about the Death Star mm-hmm. and that is for some reason a Death Star being the size of a moon is fine a Death Star being ter- a, p- a planet being converted into in essence a Death Star is fine but the size of the Death Star in fucking Return of the Jedi is just too stupidly big to comprehend <laughs> and that's how I felt as a kid
0: so, no it, way. is it, is it <laughs>
2: larger? Is
0: it particularly is it, is larger
2: it? than that? It's, it's supposed to be four times bigger uh, than the original. Oh, okay. That's yes. why. That's why, that's when why you can in fly re- the Millennium
0: Falcon yeah. into, into, into its reactor.
1: <laughs> but yes. but
0: again, you've made, but on that basis, that literally, I mean, like I said, Moff J. Jared is a fucking knob. He's <laughs> the shitest project manager in the galaxy.
2: It was because, known as Knopf to Jared. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Brand knock.
0: <is>, nearly. <laughs> but because but, if it's like, oh, well, now it's four times bigger, we can fly into its, essentially, its ventilation system. <laughs> but right into on that gun. basis, he, he hasn't <laughs> scaled it up and put more in the shell. It just suggests that he's just got the plans and just changed the fucking feet to inches. So there must be there must be like toilets on there that you can you have to fucking scale with a ladder. <laughs> and, uh, you know, well, if you like, want doors to go for a dump on are the far new too big.
2: If you want to go for a dump on the new Death Star, you need a crew of six. <laughs> <laughs> It's like those little toy monkeys you get. You have to all link arms and lower yourselves into
3: them. Um, Speaking of crap design, it's another thing um, I hadn't noticed until this time. When they're on the speeders and they jump on the speeders and Luke jumps on the speeder uh, behind Leia and they fly off and he says... Oh, don't forget, press that button there and jam the communications of all the speeders. Why is there a button on the speeder That's that jams everybody's communications? Why would you have that? I th-
0: I think this. I mean, the speeder guys definitely are. They're the runt of the litter when it comes to <laughs> like the the stormtroopers. They've only given them little guns. But also, yeah, that, that it it kind of That's makes a- comedic sense
2: if nothing else. They're designed so they to through into the Mandalorian. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, right, like it's the conclusion of series one of the Mandalorian. It, it definitely shows that biker scouts are the runts. Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> but, they,
0: but they that's are the just, thing. It's literally, it's literally. Oh, we'll have to send these vaguely undisciplined fucks out <laughs> to do scout work because, frankly, they can't march in line.
3: But that's yeah. what I love. So in the Mandalorian, it makes perfect sense. You get on a speeder in a desert. It's very small. It's rickety. It's got no protection. And it goes fast as fuck, right? Fly that in the desert with nothing around you. Makes perfect sense. Sticking it in a forest and then mm. riding well, 150 know. miles an hour between the trees. Like, if you sent a squad eight of eight of them out to get from one side yeah. of the planet to the other, nobody is going to make it. You've just yeah. written them all off. I've just realized
2: there's a continuity mistake. Yeah, they introduced seatbelt laws for drivers that year, didn't they? (laughs) (laughs) They fucking did. Yeah, no one's wearing a seatbelt in that ATST either.
0: (laughs) They They weren't using their brains. The actually, and also they've tried to alter it again, but you still got Chewy doing a fucking Tarzan, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, that that That, does seem, (laughs) yeah, no, that can eat, that can eat a bowl, right. So we're moving inexorably towards the small furry bear in the room. Now, now, making the ewoks blink, absolutely fine. Yeah, I think that's just that's just enhancing, because otherwise they are a bit dull-eyed sort of things. Mm. But the one question I have, and I still don't know this from as a child what is the whistling? Is that wicket's incredibly good hearing, or is it meant to be his instincts? Or is a biker scout whistling as he walks through the fucking forest? You know, when you know the bit I mean, where it's like, yeah, Leia and uh, wicket are so, oh, incidentally, yeah. And remember, drink when you see Warwick Davis because it's yeah. Warwick Davis' his first mm-hmm. Star Wars film.
3: Yeah, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> Claire, Claire showed me a lovely clip as well because I mean he's only, I think he's he's like he's like eight or ten or something like that when he did this. He was he was still like a real little dot. Um, that's an inappropriate term to use of a man of restricted growth. So I, for that. I didn't mean that. I just meant he was really young.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: and, it does a good job but well Claire showed me this thing and it's like some behind the scenes footage and he's there going oh, yeah, yeah yeah, I think I should have a spear uh, right are we fighting at this point and it's like <laughs> you realise what a fucking happy as a pig in shit it would be to be <laughs> you know to get to be in Star Wars when you are the target audience of Star Wars yeah, and he's just he is <laughs> like reveling in it, bless you yeah. he's like, yeah, can I, I i think I should have a spear, yeah, can we all have spears? We, when, what is this when we do the fighting? Okay, yeah and he's just <laughs> like, so, yeah it's just such, I mean, just for that it's just like, you know, such an amazing fucking moment for anyone, so I think, yeah and, and let's basically set him on the path which has made him Fame and fortune, you know, you know, he's still
2: well, he's absolutely brilliant. One of my other favorite films he's in is Willow, I think that's a brilliant yes. film. which was not too Williams.
0: long after this, was it? That was about no, yeah. um,
3: because
0: he's still he's still quite young, I th- yeah. I think he's still quite young in that, but honestly, I think the um, I, I know everyone says that it was originally Planet of the Wookiees. And having seen Planet of the Wookiees, I'm pissed off. Equally, thinking about it, though, does Planet of the Wookiees seem a lot more unlikely that you would be able to subjugate the population? Yes. Because we know what they're fucking like. You know, they're (laughs) not. It's, It's that lovely combination of you know, extremely powerful and violent and not really giving a fuck, which (laughs) probably means that they are a fairly unsubjugal, uh, uh, a conquerable race. There we
1: go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that the word word Ewok isn't mentioned at all in the movie? Mm. Mm. No, you're right, it's not. Mind you, the majority—I don't think most uh, people get
0: uh, back to what we were saying about the the, cre- the sort of every being is an individual in the universe, rather than you have these clump races mm. who fulfill a function or whatever like that. Is most people just known by their names? Yeah, yeah, you know well, they are like, in the credits. Yeah, and it's but it's like if until like you like bib for like bib Fortuna, and then you realize that ula must be from the same race but there's no thing like oh it's you don't hear twillick yeah in yeah. it because it's not it's not an explanation that anyone needs in the show in, in the um, in the film hmm. because they would just be aware of that so it doesn't yeah. you know you don't have to go down that sort of path of it so uh, but similarly yeah you don't hear most of the you know mm. there's and, and even then something like oh, say i mean the nearest you probably get to it is the jowers mm. but but again that yeah. could just be a that could be a group term rather
2: than a species thing or something mm. like that that's just but and another thing that i didn't i forgot to look up is the planet they're on that is all green and leafy is Endor. not Endor. It's not oh, it's Endor, the moon it? of Endor. It's the moon, yeah.
1: It's
0: the
2: forest moon of Endor. Mm. And yet, you ah, so it's the, not.
0: So the moon is not called Endor. The planet is called that, Endor, and that's the moon of Endor.
2: This is, this is what I was thinking. Is it oh. the forest moon of Endor? So the moon of the planet Endor. Or mm. is it the forest moon by the name of Endor? Or yeah. Because mm. I, I think that's one of those things that assumptions have been made, and in the, mm. in the script they actually say the Forest Moon of Endor.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which sound? Which is a quiet. It does sound a bit sort of a grand title. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think <clears throat> later, certainly the Ewok adventure films then specify that it is end-all yeah. don't they yeah but yeah no it's, it's interesting it is something that doesn't really you know there's bits that are left dangling that don't necessarily get tied up or do later on in exterior fiction or wider universe sort of materials but somehow yeah. we all know them as well mm. I mean, I think that probably helped was the uh, the toys definitely helped with
3: that because you knew Yeah.
1: Him. Yeah, and so actually, you got yeah. to
3: know the secondary characters. And the, 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 as mm. you say, like how you got to know the robots who are only ever in one scene and stuff like that. Hey, so mm. how you got to know all their names was because yeah. you had the toy and it came in the packaging with the name on it. Otherwise, you'd have had no idea.
2: Yeah. Well, especially um, the Ewoks. You I mean, you had the yeah. low-grade...
3: Low-grade medicine.
2: So yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wicket, which is Warwick Davis's yeah. character, isn't yeah.
1: it? And jumper. there's
0: Low Grey, the medicine man.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Is it Low Grey? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but they look, they do kind of look quite badass in their own sort of way. I mean, they've got mm. like tooth necklaces and skull marks. <laughs> you know, they are clearly well, the meant cannibals.
2: To be- yes, yeah. they oh. tried to cook Han and that. Yeah. Well,
3: that's,
2: yeah, but that's not cannibalism. Well, no, they
3: were
0: going to eat him. Yeah, yeah that's cannibalism. They would only oh, if yeah, they eat another their species. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I
2: mean, they were carnivores. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, definitely. And this
0: is the thing they don't they don't shit about. They're essentially like a Stone Age tribe, mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
0: you know. And and I actually think I mean certainly when you see it, kind of makes sense when they attack the Stormtroopers, especially the first wave, and they've just got fucking like stone clubs. And spears with like blade, like stone blades on the end, and everything else like that. And it's like, oh no, they're clearly killing people. Yeah, you know, it's not just like, oh, it's a funny slap contest, and then we all we all laugh because they're all big cuddly bears, aren't they? And it's like (laughs) they're they're obviously nasty little bastards. I put it to you that they are, if a badger became bipedal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think you could be right. You know, if you sort of mix a badger with a primate. I think you get an Ewok, and, yeah. and that would be pretty. You know, you'd, you'd get Island.
1: fucking tetanus. Yeah. Like a
2: <laughs> there's, there's I a think. shot that I always liked in it when the I think there's a there's a blast and an Ewok gets caught in it, and that mm, other Ewok yeah. goes up to see if he's yeah. all right, but unfortunately he's passed. I always yeah. thought that was a bit sad, but mm. Yeah, they do they do
0: some weirdly n- nicely poignant moments in it without getting too Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't get too schmaltzy I mean, or anything, but it is to just be honest, you honest, I never, I never yeah. really
2: had a problem with them, the Ewoks. No. I mean they were means to an end. I mean a lot of people would go on about our oh, bloody teddy bears, but it takes all but sorts isn't that, of things. That's just kind
4: of funny, you know, but I think they did quite a good job of them. Um, well, watching I, it yeah. with my kids, no, they didn't think there was anything wrong with them. Yeah,
0: I, no, I, well, I, I, I know, I. well, I know everyone has this thing where it's like that everyone's a bit sort of like, oh, you know, they did that deliberately for the kids. And it's like, oh, dear. I think this is the problem as well is maybe we've had, so what are we, 77, so it's six years. Hmm fans have got organized we know what they're like because that is why this podcast
1: exists
0: (laughs) you know they get they get mobilized okay you don't have the internet but you do have some form of interfan communication whether it's letters meeting up in groups or whatever like that you know it's a thing that exists there and there begins and you always get that thing of consensus I mean, Wes, Wes knows certainly it's a thing that happens with Doctor Who. Is when you first get into Doctor Who, um, I mean, utterly different now. I'd imagine with the internet, you know, but when you would first get into Doctor Who, you would sort of read Doctor Who magazine, and you were basically told the fan consensus that these mm-hmm. were the good ones and this these were the shit ones. And then you sort of, as you went through, you're like, actually, I like that.
3: Yeah, but yeah, it's that's just sort a of like I
1: really
0: <laughs> Yeah, and, and also the classics would be sort of like you'd watch them some some of the classic ones, and you'd be like, "Really? Don't think it's all that." And I think yeah, and I think maybe at this point the reason the Ewok stink, I think the Ewok stink was at the time. I think that was a thing that was already like, "Oh, we've done that. I've put it in for kids," and it's like, "Yeah," because it's a fucking film. <laughs> Essentially, it's
2: a certificate movie. Yeah,
0: it's 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 a film designed for a for family, and that Mm. includes children.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: and I think there were far too many people like, oh, why don't you have it? Where it's like, you know, what Vader should have like just like they should have had Boba Fett come along and kill all the Ewoks because that would have been cool. That would have been edgy, and (laughs) so.
2: And when you ask them that you find out they weren't even born when the film come out and you say, what Hmm. the fuck do you know? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think there's, I don't think
0: that they're not, they're not my favorite thing of it. They're not my favorite creatures within the star Wars universe by any fucking means, but I don't think, I don't think they're too bad. And I think it's kind of a, about making the point that they can fight the empire
4: yeah Yeah. i think like the big difference for me is you look at the gungans and jar jar like that's Mm. bad this isn't bad no you might not like this and it as you know and it may not even be your favorite bit but it it still is for what it is they did a good job with it i think yeah Yeah. it was interesting enough it had a bit of light relief it had a bit of sadness like you say one of them dying like they had a bit of character it it was okay, really,
2: and and if also, it, they, sorry. Oh, sorry, man. Go I was just no, going to say, if it wasn't for the Ewoks and the planet Endor, mm. we wouldn't have been running round the country park and the forests like tits the way we have done <laughs> throughout our, most of our life. That's yeah. very
0: true, because it is because it is a very yeah it's Endor. and um and also <laughs> of course, if it wasn't for the Ewoks, the breeders would not have had their their amazing song, uh, Cannon Box. Because, obviously, when they first see C-3PO... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I love that
1: song.
3: Song. Oh, <laughs> And that's the other thing. See, you're right, Ewoks and music, because also the Yub Yub song. Mm. But we yeah, don't get that yeah. in the new version, because mm. we get Club Tropicana by Wham played on panpipes for some fucking reason <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. Do you know what is
0: it is? I, I, I may alienate people both on the podcast and who listen to the podcast. Do you know what it was? Late Mike Oldfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, Mike Oldfield when it's... Nah, no. Not, Mike not, Oldfield,
2: yeah. the Ibiza days. When <laughs> yeah. it's <sort> of yeah. <laughs> not
0: as good it's, as it's, it was. It's like, is Mike, Mike Oldfield the... Let's all be fair here. If it had died after tubular bells, we wouldn't have lost much.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: I'm just just saying. All right, it it'd come out the gate strong, you know, very I, strong. It's, but yeah,
4: it is. And it I, is still better than Jedi Rocks. Now that's not saying so much, but at least it wasn't worse than that.
0: Stabbing, <laughs> Stabbing my own balls with a broken with milk is
4: better than, than that. <laughs> no, that much. <one. laughs> But imagine you just know, how do, I, bad I, I it would have been think- to end the film on something even
0: mm. worse. Yeah, but I and because you do hear their little sort of again, it's like, hang on, these these fuckers are using like stormtroop realmits as drums. They're not sophisticated lads, you know. Mm. <laughs> and the fact they come out with this sort of big sort of yeah. this sort of piece, I think Yup Dub worked better. Interesting,
1: interesting I haven't
0: heard
4: that for a while, and it was great to listen to it again on the um, yeah. comparison. comparison. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It just works. It's yeah. just yeah, such no, a it
0: fantastic. Yeah. It's
3: the right atmosphere for that thing. Yeah, Weird. whereas the pan pipes Definitely. was just
0: yeah, a bit so it pretentious. Yeah. A bit yeah. sort of, I think, I think weirdly enough, that end bit, and it's like you said, with all the where they have to keep showing everywhere, there is the element of Oh well, we've we're you know we're we're wrapping up six films now, and it was like mm. you wrapped up three really fucking well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: don't worry. Yeah. You know it's and actually it takes me back, and I know that um, uh, we post uh, well we've been posting a lot of Robot Chicken on Instagram um, just because it fucking makes me laugh.
1: Awesome. But
0: um, there is a wonderful there's a wonderful one from this, and I'll tr- I'll see if I can track it down put it up but there is one from the end of return of the jedi and it's like you see the death star explode and it's just uh two imperial officers on a star destroyer deck Mm. and he's like oh well that's it for us then well what are you talking about well they've blown up the death star yeah but that doesn't well they've killed the emperor there's still a massive navy we've got ships. (laughs) and men and armaments and all this military back in the yeah but still they've won haven't they? <laughs> yeah no. and it yeah it's like sort of it does feel a bit that but that over exit by yeah. putting all this thing where it's like oh look at the Emperor's statue toppling on kurasan and everything. It's like you've still got a lot of horribly beweaponed
3: ships out there. Yeah. F- 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 filled with space Nazis. You know, and it's, how how did it get around so quick as well? Like it's a tiny moon, moon, and they've specifically built it at the absolute end of the galaxy where nobody goes, so nobody will hear or see about it. And yet, somehow, Tatooine are having a massive party about what's going on halfway across the galaxy. Like what,
0: especially Tatooine, because Luke has told us about how shit it is there. Yeah, well, you know, news, news. New, Tatooine is so bad, you can walk around called Skywalker and no one's bothered to look up to see if you might be <laughs> anything to do with Anakin Skywalker. Who's <laughs> looking for you? I mean, you know, that's, that's Tatooine, mate.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I have to say, probably my favourite C-3PO line is in this film, and it's, the, it's against my programming to impersonate a deity. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which I just loved because it's so specific. It's almost like in RoboCop where he just gets that fucking thousands of like orders of like don't swing your arms in public and things like that. Yeah. And it feels like it feels like this has been a problem that they've actually had to start putting <laughs> in as a manufacturers yeah. thing, yeah. where suddenly droids are turning out. It's like don't think I'm a fucking god. Yeah, fuck this for a game of soldiers. Yeah. I was fetching and carrying, right? Yeah. You, yeah, go on. You polish my boots. You, <laughs> that's like in
4: a future armor when Bender the first episode and Bender yes. gets electrocuted and he's like, I see, I'm free. <laughs> Can i bend yeah. anything, I will bend
0: everything I want to bend. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I mean, obviously, we've got the uh, we've got the rebellion, so it's nice to see mom Mothma back mm. with her very. Sibliant forms
2: Many Bothean spies died to give me This sibilance.
0: This sibliance
2: And of
0: course We all want to talk about it It's Admiral Akbar Yeah A goldfish In a dentist's smock With big rubbery hands But wow what a fucking force of nature.
3: Yeah. He is just, yeah.
0: And, again, not trying to do the looking forward thing, the fact that he gets written off off screen in the later films, like he gets killed off, off screen. Mm. No. Admiral Akbar should have gone out like Quentin Jaws, yeah. stabbing <laughs> a fucking Star Destroyer in the eye. As it <laughs> swallows him. Because there's no other way he would... That's not, there's no other way he would have gone out. Because he is just incredible. And mm. again, Robot Chicken Star was there will be posts about this because Admiral Akbar is a, the fucking star of those. He truly is. And, yes, we should just confine ourselves going extra crap! <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> But he's um, again, like you're talking about. The, and is it a thing where you get this extra life as an action figure as well?
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: because, and this is one I didn't. I still have not seen Prune Face. I was watching. It was in HD. Admittedly, admittedly, I was a tad worse for wear, but I did not see Prune Face.
3: Uh, the fucker got a figure. I don't know. Yeah. It was yeah. strange, some of the ones who did and the ones who you mm. think definitely should have had a figure and never did, so it's, yeah. Well,
2: with, with Return of the Jedi, I mean, have you noticed with the actual action figures, the sculpts got a lot better with the Return of the Jedi figures, because mm-hmm. they were kind of being, everything sort of changed, and I think it was part of the policy that you you can't, they, were, they already had the moulds for the Luke and the layers, and you've got a few end-all variations, but it was a case of, we can't go back and do those because mm. they already... Exist. So it's a case of, let's do the new ones. Oh, my God, everything's a high price item, like the Rancor, like of yeah. the Hut, and yeah. the Max Rebo Band. So they had to sort of, in order to branch out, they had to do more obscure ones. Mm. And, you know, you've got, like, the three races, the Klaatu, the Barada and the Nikto, and you, mm. you only see them very, very briefly, and yet they really pump those figures out. It was just—I think it was the end of a line.
3: Who so were, were those figures? Sorry, sorry. Who were those figures? Oh, ah, that's three and Are
0: are they the guys on the the sailboat? Sail sail yeah. yeah, like yeah. on the on the skiff. You like the yeah the thing where they walk the blank, yeah. Because,
3: obviously, that's, that's, the, that's the message from... Um, mm. The, earth stood, still, the, the yeah. earth stood Still, yeah. And then, yeah. later on, Evil Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and
2: so they were literally... The line was... You couldn't give them away towards the end well, of I th-
0: it. I, th- I think, also, probably, at that point, they realised, shit, if this is the third film, essentially... I mean, they couldn't fucking predict... Mm. Even at that point, they probably didn't predict how long this would be fucking yeah. going on for yeah. how long this would be running. But yeah, I suppose there must have been the panic element as well, where it's like crap, right, we've got to milk this now. But fortunately, I suppose we've returned to Jedi. You I would assume that has got the most variants of costumes in it. Because I mean Jabba's Palace alone
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: has what 50 plus probably costume like Variant costumes yeah. and things like that, and brand new creatures and stuff. Yeah. And like you say, was they were also uh, doing a lot of the larger ones before Jabber the Hut was available. um And I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before or not. My mum made me a Jabber the Hut out of dough, and it was really, really, it was really, really well sculpted. Um, he had. Two orange opal fruits for eyes. No, not opal fruits. Um, yeah. No, not opal fruits. What's the, what's the ones that are covered in sugar? Jelly. Je- like jelly ones. Is that jelly one? tots? Jelly tots, yeah. Jelly tots, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, two orange ones of those uh, for his eyes. And it was really great. And then I basically, being the fat little child I am, ate him over the course of two days.
2: <laughs> Just raw dough. And nice. oh, I got them from Play Doh, didn't I? Because I yes. used to eat Play Doh. Yeah. Probably why my heart's buggered now. <laughs>
1: All that salt.
2: At,
0: at least I don't know if there's many calories in Play Doh, but I, I certainly think eating a plate of raw dough, essentially. Yeah. And two jelly tots was probably a bit fucking much. Fruit <laughs> pastels. Nah, yeah
2: that's what it was orange fruit pastels sorry <laughs> we got there at Jump the end back to the action figures the reason one of the reasons why the action figure line was failing is because you had people uh, toys like he-man which were a much bigger action figure mm. more durable and mm. it was a current cartoon cuz telly was taking over the merchandising more than yeah, I mean,
0: well, well it debuted um, the the cartoon debuted this year and the cartoon was literally they built the toy range and then wrote the cartoon, didn't they? So the cartoon was an advert for it. It wasn't, yeah. Because actually, I mean, um, not to go off topic, but there was an interesting thing that they used to come with like little mini comics, the Master Universe figures. But all of those were much more hard sort of fantasy. They were like, Beastmaster or fucking Conan or something like that. They were basically yeah. properly just, it was the cartoon that they sort of developed different things and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the comics
2: follow the actual sort of uh, series Bible for mm-hmm. what the toy line was designed from, whereas the cartoon is a much simpler vibe. It's like the actual comics explain the term Masters of the Universe, mm. whereas the cartoon didn't. Because yeah. Skeletor and He-Man were both opposing forces fighting to be masters of the universe.
0: Which is why their swords were flat on one exactly, side, because they were meant to combine so to be one sword.
2: One. Yeah. Mm. Also, the big the big sword, the plastic one, was also the same, could interconnect with the purple one. Yeah. Yeah. But- Oh, this is a know. different podcast entirely. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the Master Universe <laughs> podcast,
0: and um, I mean, we'll have to. I mean, I can't imagine they've got as many titles as that. I found that on the WhatsApp group um, yesterday. Is just where we went through the list of various ones, and it was like gone, gone, gone. I oh yeah. <laughs> Trying Although,
1: to find I mean, the name.
0: Obviously, it's a good thing that we got Isley happy because we did it. What. We did also have Cunts in the Cantina and George Lucas Rape My Mum,
1: which, <laughs> yes, which have not been taken,
0: but probably shouldn't have been. Um, but, but, yes, the, there was something else I went to... Because, Wes, you were saying in the books the Ewoks are a lot more
2: vicious, aren't they? Yeah. Are they much more... In, like, the comics and that, yeah, it's much more aggressive... Uh, and they've got more of a sort of folky, horrory kind of mm. lore about them as well, which you, you can kind of pick up with a lot of the imagery that's used in it. I mean, like the Medicine Man kind of yeah. Ewok. And it, that even expands a bit in the Ewok movies, apart from the really horrible thing, is, is that the little girl that's in the first Ewok film teaches Wicket how to speak, so he can speak English in the second one. Mm. which kind of loses all of
3: its mystique. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I I know it's something we jumped over, but it is something I did want to cover just very quickly while we were talking about the action figures as well. I still think the best costume design for any of the three movies is still the Imperial Guard, like that completely red with that Mm. kind of V-shaped black Mm. slot in the... yeah, they just, there's something so sinister about them. Um, yeah, I, know, I remember having a couple the, of those figures and being very proud of them.
2: In the original trilogy, I think, if you look at, um, not the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, if you mm. look at the scenes where Palpatine in, um, I think it's Revenge it's of the towards the end, isn't it? Yeah, there's blue ones of them. But yeah. instead of having them either it's just cut out. So they look almost um, Grecian. Look-
1: yeah. Like, a, yeah, like Darker a centurion.
2: centurion or, yeah. yeah, yeah, because those
0: again, they were that sort of. Star Wars does have the amazing ability to just give you like a, a, a image or like a, a costume, and so much can be drawn from it afterwards. It's it's how it's the it's definitely how moss eisley gets you watching uh the first one the bounty hunters still to this day sort of resonate in my head which is basically six costumes one of whom got a few more lines (laughs) even though but you know they're sort of like and actually this is um this is something i'm gonna uh I'll talk about it much more on Welcome to Horror, but I will recommend to everyone to watch Psycho Goreman. If you like Jabba's Palace, if you like the Bounty Hunters, if you like the Cantina, um, that too has so many varied, weird rubber monsters and puppets. And... You want to know the backstory of all of them, it has that mm. sort of Star Wars feel where you're like, Wow, yeah. that's really cool, was it? And then you find out that someone, sort of three years later, after the costume had appeared, had made up the backstory. But by then, it's like, Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Of course, he hunts Wookiees. Look, he's got Wookiee pelts on him.
1: <laughs> so.
2: When I was a kid, though, I thought it was Boba's dreads coming out from under his helmet because I had the 12 inch figure. And you saw sort of oh, attach yeah. it around his arm or mm. around his neck. I thought it was a single, almost like a Jedi training dread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we do know they go into that. So it's, there's, oh, yeah. a, there's a lot, there's a lot of hair care involved in the, certainly in uh, in, in the Jedi.
2: But they don't cut it themselves because they don't believe in owning possessions. So they ain't got scissors between them.
0: <laughs> oh, I'll have your lightsaber then, love.
2: You know, yeah. talking talk, talk <laughs> out of ass, they use the force, it's like a kind of reverse Play Doh mop top hairdressing workshop, <laughs> <laughs> pull it back into their skulls, sucks it back into their heads. So, yeah, <laughs> that's why like you,
3: that's are why you own it like that. So. It's fact, like we are on for getting on again for yeah. talking about the film longer than the film has lasted. I, I just <laughs> want to make
4: she? sure I said my favorite scene is versus Vader towards the end and the way that the good versus evil culminates and you don't, obviously the first time you watch it, you don't really know what's going to happen and the way mm. that Luke is being so taunted by the Emperor and that builds up, uh, for me, fantastically mm. where it's like he's, he's going to grab his lightsaber and he doesn't and then a bit later on when it really seems like it's all just gone so wrong and then he, he does and, of course, Vader stops him and then the the fight between them, the way he kicks him down the stairs, has now embarrassed Vader. And so it's like he and, and mm. it's like, what does each of them want? So the Emperor either wants Luke to beat Vader, and Vader doesn't really want to get beaten, mm. but because you, you're not meant to have two Siths, there, there's
0: there's the interesting the cool thing where all you over get, again. Yeah. Where you get the you also get the impression that obviously. And that comes, that definitely comes from Revenge of the Sith, I think. Is there is unquestioningly, whenever Vader slash Anakin is in the Emperor's presence, he has no will of his own. Mm. He, do you know what I mean? It just comes over that he is utterly enthralled to the Emperor when he's in his presence. Yeah. Yeah. And because you, that's why it's interesting. Because whenever they're not. The, the, what's it? The um, he's never Vader never sort of gets near the idea of him and Luke teaming up and fucking the Emperor over when they're in the throne room,
1: mm, yeah. but he
0: does mention it to Luke a lot beforehand, yeah. About <laughs> well, you know, we could bump off the Emperor, so you'd have the two sit as father and son rather mm. than the Emperor and but that's it. So,
4: so Vader wants to stay bad. He wants to stay as a Sith, but either with the Emperor or with Luke. And then mm-hmm. obviously you don't know if Luke's going to manage to turn him. Um, and then I, I do, I love the way it builds up and then you get the twist where Vader then says, I'm going to go after Leia and Luke loses it. And mm-hmm. that that build there with the music, I think is fantastic. And Luke completely loses it and just is battering against him. And you can see mm-hmm. Luke is now more powerful And, of course, the obvious bit where he chops his arm off and then that's what snaps him out of that rage when he realises, oh, yeah, I am turning into Vader like the the vision
0: in the tree. Mm. Um, Oh, yeah, no, it it definitely has that right resonance. Mm. And the Emperor is so fucking vile. Yeah. In those last bit, It's weird because you've had this, I think, and it's something that... They introduce more because you've got to have three films of Ian McDermott, Mm. of um, him like Palpatine working his way up to be Darth Sidious or to to be out as Darth Sidious. There's it's it's a weird thing because that you brought in this character, and it's probably the only way you could do it, especially when you've when it's only three films, is he has to be. Worse than Vader, mm. and Vader has already been proven to be evil. Yeah. So he has to be, like he has to be, up from that. Well, and Vader a
4: straightforward evil, but mm. the Emperor is so twisted. In, well, I mean, it's, it's where I it's where
0: I assume his name comes from. He mm. is insidious.
1: Yeah, he yeah, creeps absolutely. into
0: the he creeps mm. into the minds and everything else like that and it is, it's like lecture and clarice or it's almost mm. where it's just sort of like just sort of goading and sort of
4: yeah
0: you know just re- and and like i mean and obviously we all have fun with and i'm afraid that shield will be fully
2: operational
0: <laughs> um, which i which i understand actually bbc broke the news earlier that was prince philip's last words so <laughs> <laughs> quite extraordinary quite extraordinary but um, anyone else got any I mean I think yeah anyone else got any other sort of uh, favourite scenes or any notes or
2: anything if not we'll for me it's, it's just really the ending it, that the, mm. I completely mm. totally agree with Chris Everything that, every point he brought up is true and uh, well not even true it's correct <laughs> yes.
0: No, very, very Correct. much so. It, it's and and again, that's why it feels a bit much when they tamper with that ending because you're like, look, you did this was the end of three films. It wasn't, you know, yes. it wasn't just the end of this film. You ended three films for what twenty years very well. No, yeah. or the best part of like fifteen years or whatever. You did it very well, and there's probably no need to do any of that fucking around. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll have to end it with Laptinek. And um, now, Long. the trouble is, is the scores, because what are we scoring out of? So it's out of, t- out of 10 What um, Max Rebo? Term- yes, Max Rebo. Yeah, the, the Max Rebo, band, And I think that's the other thing as well is that Jedi Rocks doesn't highlight the beauty of the three piece. Yeah, that was the Max <laughs> Rebo man, you know. And um, yeah, okay. So it's out of ten Max Rebo's. So
3: um, Lee, yes, uh, I am gonna go for eight. Oh, nice. I. It's not that I. It's not that I don't love this film. It's just that there there are a lot of other films in this series that I feel, mm. and, and again, you know, like, having seen the prequels, the thought that anything would ever top the original three, I didn't think would happen. But as we've seen, they do. So this one has to slot in somewhere. So
0: mm. Very well. Westlet.
3: Uh, An eight
2: as well. I've already written it down on my piece of paper. Lee He's must have seen it. it. <laughs> He's written it proper like what we all do. <laughs> Mr. Chris,
1: where do you uh, stand,
4: sir? I'm I'm still going to give this a ten max rebo's because Yay. I I would still be tempted to give it eleven, but I feel like I shouldn't shouldn't push that one too far. But <laughs> for me, it's just it, it really is. Yes, I, I love some of the scenes, and I'm just ignoring the details.
1: I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I
0: I think considering because I can't remember. Did I? Um, New Hope well we all apart from Chris who took it to 11 we all go New Hope 10 um, so I think I think I'm going to join I think I'm going to join you gentlemen on 8 um, 8 Max Rebos giving us a grand total of 34 Max Rebos out of 40 for the return Respect of the Gen- yes, a very yes respe- very respectable hmm. but then I think the film is yeah uh, there we go and uh, next time we'll be doing something ever slightly different in that we will be working to the chronology as we understand it mm. uh we will be covering the uh, the mandalorian uh we'll be doing that as a general thing i know that all of you gentlemen have uh uh seen both series and how, I, how many of you got uh, left uh, I'm. I think I've watched the. I've watched the first two of two. So I've got six mm-hmm. left to go. Um, and if anything, that was part of the reason for for starting Moss Eisley was certainly that it would force me to be like, no, then I've definitely got to watch Solo, and I've definitely got to watch this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and this is this is now my thing where it's like great i've just given me i've oh well i mean it's technically my job to watch the mandalorian now. <laughs> so you know i don't think that's i don't think that's a bad that's a bad situation at all um and so yeah so it'll be the mandalorian as mm. and just as an overall thing it won't be like you know we're not gonna i mean please pick specific episodes please um anything that crops up or whatever but it will be just like a sort of a, a centralised talk on the on the two series of The Mandalorian uh, which uh, obviously follow Return of the Jetty so there we go um, and yes, well, I think it only remains for me to say once again back to Crab and good night All right. good night bye ah!